Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Well, hello everyone, it's Coach Pete. This week on the Financial Safari, we're going to talk about ways to retire sooner. Sounds pretty good. We're going to talk about the total wealth and retirement roadmap and ways to protect your stock market accounts from stock market risk, also to provide you with a steady stream of income all the way through retirement. We have a very special guest joining us for the whole show. His name is Mr. Kevin Frisbee. We'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Excited to get into the program. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here alongside best-selling author, America's Wealth Financial and Income Coach, Coach Pete DeRuda. And as you said, Coach, also in studio with us is financial advisor with Frisbee and Associates, author Kevin Frisbee. Kevin, Coach, welcome in. How you doing, Thomas? I am How you doing, doing, Coach. Kevin is one of my best buddies, and he's from Maine, and he also has a, a place in... Tampa. Tampa. So he's got both of the weather places covered from hot to cold. Very nice. I <laughs> and, like and it. And I feel like being here in studio in North Carolina, I feel like I'm in Tampa. <laughs> it's comparable. We were talking about that. It, is, it, it gets hot here. It gets humid, just like it does in Florida. Uh, great weather. We have a lot of people moving into North Carolina, a lot more people mm-hmm. moving in than moving out, just like Florida. So mm-hmm. a lot of things about, uh, you know, comparison and comparison. We don't have... We don't have quite as much fun areas, it seems, like you down in Florida to have. And, and we, we have state income tax here, which you don't have in Florida. But which is why I'm there, by the way. <laughs> a lot of people are doing that. My grandfather as well, yes. A lot of people, the rule is like you have to, you have to live there six, six months in one day to, mm-hmm. to well, be considered a legal resident, right? Well, technically, actually, Florida doesn't really care if you're there six months in a day. They, they just care that you're going to file. If I'm in a state of Maine, they care <clears throat> how many days I'm out of the state of Maine, 183 days. That's okay. how that works. Oh, wow. Interesting. So... Not just out of Florida, but out of the state of Maine. Out of the state of Maine and all my business trips and all of my, I travel to Florida, you know, obviously every couple of weeks. So yep. yeah, again, Florida really doesn't care. You can file taxes as long as you can prove you're out of the state that you're moving from <laughs> more than six months in a day, you're good to go. That's wow. interesting. Kevin, a little trivia question for you. Maybe you can answer it. Maybe you can't. A lot of people can't. Don't worry about it. But I'll, I'll uh, see what you, how close you come. Thomas, you'll also have a chance of this as well. Oh, and no. Everyone out in listening land. As a result of the pandemic-induced bear market, what percentage of retirees would welcome more guaranteed income in retirement? What percentage do you think? Well, God, having the conversations the last handful of months, Coach, I'm going to guess it's in the 60 range, 60% range. Okay, 60, about 60 for you. What about you, Thomas? Okay, uh, under half, 40 to 50. What did you say? 40 to 50. Okay, well... Make your mind up. Uh, 40, 45.231. <laughs> 56%. Ah. So over one out of two of everyone out there would like more guaranteed income in retirement. Kevin, tell people, I know we hear this term guaranteed income and, and it, it floats right over everyone's head until they get to the position where they wish they had guaranteed income or they don't have the income they thought they were going to have because 
a marketing event or maybe a bad advisor or somebody walked off with their money, who knows, but how important is it for guaranteed income to be part of a balanced retirement plan? Well, it's obviously peace of mind, Coach. And what, what, why I've been talking to clients to do for the years, over the years, is we take a certain amount of money from their retirement accounts, whether it be an IRA rollover, 401k rollover, and put it in an account that we we draw that stream of income from, looking at their budget. And as, as long as we're covering that, let's say somebody's got $500,000, and we take two fifty, go into that bucket that will have the guaranteed income stream to cover the budget, and we get another two fifty to, to be able to utilize for fun and go spend. So if you've got your your basic needs covered in your household for income purposes and lifestyle purposes, it, in your mind, it frees up the fact that you can go utilize some of this other money to go play. It does make a lot of sense, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It does. And, and the paradox, a lot of people can't get their, their mind around it. If you have enough guaranteed income built into your retirement plan with, with no games or gimmicks and you know with certainty what the minimum amount you're going to get, you could get more if the market performs better, but you know what the minimum is going to be. Thomas, it makes it easier for people to take more risk with the money they don't have in their retirement plan, because even if they lost that money that they're taking a lot of risk with, they still have the retirement plan intact. Mm-hmm. That's hard to get our minds around because a lot of folks that I've talked to over the years, and Kevin, probably you too as well, mm-hmm. is they have all their eggs in one basket. And what do you mean, coach? What do you mean? Like, well, I've got a bunch of different stocks. Yeah, they're all stocks. Well, coach, I've got a bunch of real estate. Yeah, it's all real estate. And so the problem there is when something goes bad in that sector, if that's where you have most of your money and your retirement tied to and it goes wrong, you're not tethered anymore and you're out of control and you're probably not going in the right direction. I'll tell you right now that the people coming in that have, uh, you know, come in and do that consultation, that that complimentary conversation yep. that you guys offer all the time. Yep. And we offer the same thing. They a lot of times the last few months, they've been working with a broker, or another advisor that have had, all, to your point, all their eggs in one basket, yep. all of their money in the stock market. And now they're down 20, 25% at the end of the day. It's a big how, loss. It's a huge loss. Yep. So how do you feel? If you're a retiree or close to retirement, it's it's very uncomfortable for, for thinking that the market's going to have that kind of correction when you yep. haven't solidified and diversified yourself with some safe money in your portfolio. Of course, it's a, it's a fact we talk about, and a lot of people still don't believe it or understand it until they see it with their own money, unfortunately. But if you lose 50% of your money, you have to gain over a hundred percent just to get back to where you were before you lost that money. And it doesn't happen over. Well, most of the times it doesn't happen overnight, does it? It could yeah. be years if it ever does come back. Some of the stocks that people have invested in, the reason why they're going down is because people figured out it wasn't a good company after all. Mm-hmm. Good job of fooling people to begin with, like the dot-coms. Remember all mm-hmm. the dot-coms? So Thomas, we assume when we say, if you lose 50%, you have to earn 100% just to get back to even. We assume that you're going to be able to earn it back. That's true. What if you don't? What if there's no way you'll ever earn it back? Well, now you're behind that eight ball in retirement, and we can't be behind the eight ball for our guaranteed income. No, you can't. And once again, folks, we're here with best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta, as well as financial advisor, Kevin Frisbee. If you have questions you'd like to get in front of Coach and the team here at Capital Financial, just give us a call at 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. It's a good conversation and it's something, uh, you guys were talking about this the other day, and I hope I'm bringing it up in the right way, but if you're looking at a 20 or 30 year retirement and you do not expect a crash or a dip or whatever to happen in that 20 to 30 years, um, just look in the last 20 to 30 years. And, and to that point, and, and I tell people, if you're 60 or 65 years old today, just using that uh, example, you go back 33 years, Thomas, we've had, in it, obviously we had the COVID pullback, we have this co- this pullback in t- 2007 to 2009, we had a major market pullback. Yeah. 2000 to 2002, we had a 56% decline. We were in a recession when 9-11 happened. So people forget, they think it was 9-11 that created the market collapse. It was a recession and it, the yeah. planes in the towers made it worse. Yeah. 
Going even further back, 1992. That's a good point, this- Kevin. That's a good point because we just had the dot-com crash in 2000. Then 2001 happened, and people blame the crash. Now, looking back at it under uh, 20 years under the rug, so to speak, uh-huh. so we lose track of what really happened. But the market was already in a bad way. It's honestly a realization for Sorry, myself Kevin. just sitting here. It's true. No, so it's, it's back. true. I didn't so, mean to interrupt and, your and point. so to go back even further, you go back to 1992. Savings and loan crisis. This is what got uh, George uh, W. Bush, uh, George Bush Sr. unreelected because we had a uh, you know a crisis. Was that the Keating, term. the Keating Five we used to hear about the yes. savings and loan crisis? Yes, yeah, that's right. And go back one more time in 1987, we had the the, the Ooh, stock market crash, Black Monday. So five times we've had major market events in the last 30 plus years. If you live another 30 years, let's say, you have to build that in and expect yeah. that you're going to have some major market pullbacks. Expect the unexpected. That's, yeah. right. that's what happens a lot of times. So, and Ed, just a stat that came across my desk the other day, which was amazing. I was talking to a mortgage buddy of mine, Skip Dyer, who, who is a really good mortgage guy. Go no no cost. Go no cost. That was com. Yes. No cost. So he said he gave me the stat in January 2021. The 30 year mortgage rate was 2.65. What a great rate, uh-huh. huh? And the average new home price in the U.S. was 401,000. Today, which is basically a year, a little bit, a year, and some change more. The 30 year mortgage rate is 5.25. That was a about a week ago. Wow. More than twice. <laughs> higher than now. And the average new home price is 570000 mm-hmm. So assuming a 20% down payment, which is what we usually encourage people to do, that really ensures that you are able to make the payments if you can come up with 20% to get in the house. But a 20% down payment, that's a 95% increase in the monthly payment. You're going to go from a $1,294 a month payment to 2519 for the same house. Wow. For yep. the same house. See, wow. that's what's funny. It's not a, you're not moving up like George Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the same house and you're paying $1,300, well, $1,200 something and change more. Almost, well, you're paying double what you were paying. Mm. You because know what, of interest rate. That's crazy, isn't it? That because is interest crazy. rates have gone from 2.65 to over 5.2, probably about 5.5. That has doubled the amount you're paying every month for the same house. You know what's really concerning about that? Is, yes, it, is. it is crazy. What's really concerning about that, Coach, is the fact that a lot of younger people, I don't see this so much with a 50 and up uh, crowd, right. because they had a lot of times the fixed uh, rate mortgage. But yeah. a lot of the younger people the last couple of years have gotten a variable rate mortgage. Adjustable rates. Adjustable rates. To get a teaser rate so they could brag in the neighborhood that they have 1.99% <laughs> for two years or one year, and then it starts adjusting to whatever the, the rate is, Thomas. And so they're not bragging anymore. And they bought the house that, that they're in based right. on their budget at the time. Yeah, and now things yeah. have changed mm-hmm. dramatically and to the point where a lot of folks might have to not stay in the same house, especially if they have that adjustable rate, the variable rate mm-hmm. that's been going up. Back in the day when when rates were coming down, uh, it, it may have made sense, but it doesn't make sense now. And I would argue it never makes sense because we have no closing cost mortgages available now where you don't pay anything out of pocket to refinance two times a year if you wanted to. If mm-hmm. the rates go down, you refinance again. Yeah. I know it's a pain in the butt to refinance, having to gather all that paperwork, but if you can save yourself a lot of money, it makes a lot of sense. So mm-hmm. I always encourage no co- no closing cost mortgages. Even if you have to buy a house now with the higher rates, the good thing about a no closing cost mortgage is if rates start to go down after you've moved in, you can always refinance and get the rate down. Mm-hmm. And That's I've right. done that over the years in my house. In so my first house, I was 8% interest back in 1996. Oh, wow. And as, as I moved to different houses and got different rates and refinance, I'm at 299 now, locked in. Kevin, I'm not going away. See? The bank doesn't like me. They want me to pay it off sooner so they can get that money and loan it out to you for 6% instead of 2 points. Nine, nine. See, that's what happens. It is. And so it's just important about understanding how every single vehicle, financial vehicle in the financial world has a purpose. Mm-hmm. 
And it must have had a need at some time, though. Although some of the financial products I've seen, and you have, we've talked about it before, like variable annuities, I've never seen a need or a purpose for those. Those are the, the one product I've written, written about. In, in every single book that I've written, I've written negatively about variable annuities. It is a one product that has to be sold, not bought. In other words, you're not going to go call a broker and say, please sell me a variable annuity. <laughs> <laughs> so I can have my money trapped in there and it's going to go, it's at the whim of the market and a lot of fees and you can make a lot of commission on me. Yeah. No, I don't like variable annuities. Now, some annuities, Kevin, as you know, and you wrote about that in your book, uh, every, every dime, every day, there's some annuities that make sense, mm-hmm. but not for all your money and not all the annuities. That's right. I mean, I, you know, we can talk all day about variable annuities. I won't get into that, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But to your point, Coach, there's some good uh, annuities out there, the index annuities, some of the fixed annuities, that can be a great tool to have that safe money bucket. For certain people, they're a great fit, and other people, they might not be. But yeah. I mean, if, if you're listening now, and you're just automatically saying, oh, that wouldn't work for me. How do you know? You haven't you haven't had a financial x-ray done. You haven't had a review. You haven't had the, the retirement roadmap, the total wealth and income plan put together. We call it the total retirement plan. How do you know if you're really protected from the stock market risk with the money you're going to need for retirement? How do you provide yourself and your family a steady stream of income for and all through retirement? Very important. We're going to answer all those questions for the next 10 of you call. You're going to get your very own total retirement plan that we've seen others charge up to $1,000 or more for this. We're going to waive that fee since you're a radio listener. Keep in mind, our strategies work best for those of you with over a million dollars dedicated to retirement. But as long as you have 200000 dedicated to retirement, this offers for you. Thomas, tell them how they can do that. Very easy. All you have to do is call 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. This is for pre-retirees like me and folks who may be in that financial red zone, that five to 10 years for retirement. We want to show you risk that's specific to you and how to best reposition your assets to lock in gains, still grow, especially taking into consideration the current economic client. Not much to say there. Uh, again, get your total retirement plan today with a team of fiduciary advisors here at Capital Financial at 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. So when we come back, Kevin, I think it's a good idea. Let's take a deep dive into the inner workings of annuities and let's, let's, let's make sure people have them fully explained, the good, the bad, the ugly, when we come right back. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. How much would you have if you doubled a penny each day for one month? One, two, three, three. No, much more. Let's get started and find out. On day one, you have a penny. Day two, two cents. Day three, four cents. Day four, eight. Then 16, 32, 64 cents. You see where this is going? We're doubling each time, and by day 15, you have $116.84. Now it really gets crazy. By day 18, you're at $1,310.72. By day 20, you're over $5,000. Over $167,000 on day 25. 
And by day 31, you're at $10,737,418.23. And it all started with one penny. You may not be able to save at that accelerated level, but it really drives home the value. Do pick up those pennies, even if they're not heads up. And whatever you're able to save is more that your retirement coach can work with to craft a great retirement plan for you. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here still with you alongside best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruda, as well as financial advisor Kevin Frisbee. Welcome back in, guys. How you doing, Thomas? Doing very well. Excited to dive into this topic. Now, over break there, uh, you guys were mentioning uh, something that a lot of people honestly may not know about, but I know for you guys, it's a daily, daily conversation. Uh, and it's, it's the A word, not what you're thinking about there, <laughs> fellas, uh, annuity. Well, when you get the raisin brand, Cereal. Is it when you open the box up, you pour it in a bowl, is it just raisins? Of course not. No. What else is there? We've got the little Tony the Tiger kind of frosted flake stuff sometimes, the, you know, the flakes of whatever, brand. Yeah, that's right. Which what I like. Yeah. So that's a balanced breakfast because you're not just eating all raisins. So when someone says, well, gosh, my grandma had an annuity and the, and the, the broker put her in there and it, it was the worst thing ever. She was trapped in there. She couldn't get any money. The money went down. It's tied to the market. The broker was making commissions. Kevin, is she or they talking about annuity that, that we would ever recommend to begin with? No, you, you talk <laughs> about the annuities of yesteryear, the market's yep. completely changed. And when I have an explanation of annuities, coach, when I talk to clients that come into the office, there's basically three different types of families of annuities. You've got your traditional fixed annuity. We call them a MIGA, multi-year guaranteed annuity. MIGA. MIGA. I can tell you right now, people coming into the office, I've had 80, 85-year-old, 90-year-olds come into the office saying, hey, my CD renewed in the bank or is renewing in the bank. They're not giving me any interest anymore. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I need to do. I want to do something. I don't want to go to the stock market. What do I do? And so a MIGA, a multi-year guaranteed annuity for three, four, five years might be the thing to look at for somebody that's older that wants that fixed rate, much higher than a bank in most instances. Traditionally, I've seen them pay higher than banks. And right now I've seen them like between three and 4%. Exactly right. Now, yeah. the, the beauty of that is it is like a, it's a CD light. I call it CD offered by an insurance company. It, it in is a way. What, it is what it is. I've seen, not, but that's what we call it. It's, what for, it's similar to, is we want to compare it to something at the bank, right? It, it is exactly how I compare it. So you get a, let's oh. say a three, three year uh, MIGA, compare that with a CD rate right now, yep. you're talking between three and four percent. Nothing wrong with that. It's plain Jane, no fees. Client gets that tax deferred. Tax deferred, a big one. That means big you're not deal. you're not getting that 1099 at the end of each year, so yeah. you're not having to report that income, and it's and that drags your return down when you have to do that on a, on a CD. And so think yeah. about it: if you get a 1099 from your bank that you've had a CD, and all of a sudden you have to pay the taxes on going every year, there went your interest. There goes your interest in a lot of cases. If you can have a uh, an interest rate much higher than the bank, or competitive at least, and all of a sudden you're tax deferred, and you've got the interest on your interest now that you wouldn't have to pay yet, um, you've got that benefit of a, of a MIGA, multi-year guarantee. That's the beauty of it. And so it's a term, basically. And we've seen terms of, I've seen 10, 10 year terms. The higher the term, the higher the interest rate. They're so, not as attractive though, coach. I've, no. When I've done well, some unless, shopping But recently, back in the day, Kevin, Back in the day, I started to sell old again. <laughs> I remember back in well, this may it's God, it's been more than ten years now, but let's say fifteen years ago, they had they had the multi year guarantee, MIGAs, you're talking about annuities, ten percent per year for ten yeah, years. Listen, take me back. <laughs> That's when you wanted a longer years. term because then even when interest rates were going down, you were still locked in to get your ten percent a year. Insurance companies didn't like that too much. That's true. Probably, but you, that's why they call it a multi-year what? Guarantee. guarantee. So because you were guaranteed to get that. The problem is 
when that term expired, now you go back to well, interest rates were one, two, three percent. That's yeah. a lot different than ten percent. But it just—it's a good fit for money that you that you would normally have in a CD or buried in the backyard or under a pillow. That's exactly right. Great alternative. Yep. To What's that. the next one? The next one is I'm going to go to the far end of variable annuity, okay. and then we'll circle back in the middle. Sure. The variable annuity, as you mentioned, I've seen a lot of these. I've not seen one that I would ever recommend to Me put either. out to a client. Me either. High fees. 30 years for me, and I've never recommended yeah, one. High fees. I've yep. seen as high as four and a half annual fees, four and a half percent annual fees that the client has had to pay. They don't see that now, let's talk about that. Now, right. four and a half percent per year. Per year. So if you supposedly, you see the return you're supposedly getting, you're getting a 7% return, gross. Sure. And then you take the four and a half percent fees out, you're getting two and a half percent return. That's right. That is wow. So, so who's making all the money? The insurance company's making all <laughs> or, the money. Or, or the person the who sold it. Uh, so I would say, oh, who's oh, retirement are oh, you funding? Yours yeah. or your brokers? There you go. Yeah, because it's the commission product. <clears throat> yeah. I, every time I've seen that coach proposed- Commission it, that comes out of your money, though. See, that's why a, a, a true fiduciary cannot offer com- commissionable products where the commission is coming out of your return, your product, your kind of thing, right? That's right. That's true. So I've seen these where, you know, people are making a couple percent, let's say they still have market risk. It doesn't make any sense. You're better off in a brokerage account with a low cost, you know, exchange traded fund than being in a variable annuity. Yeah. And you give up liquidity for the most part. You know, you've got a a term. uh, you, You really you can't do much with those. So I agree. That's a variable annuity. I would steer clear of them. I've never recommended one. You haven't. Like I said, that's the one product I've identified on this, what is technically called the safe side, because the annuity is yep. usually safe. The one product that has to be sold, not bought, Thomas. Very, very important to remember that. Here's the thing. If you're listening to the radio show today and you've got a variable annuity or you're not sure, I've had Ooh, people yeah. come to the office do an annuity review. Do, do an annuity review yep. and take, take that into the office, have a review, have us take a look at that and, uh, and see what we can do for you. That's a great time to let the phone number out there, folks. If you have an annuity and you want to get it reviewed, make sure it is the best fit for you. Give us a call right now at 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Now you're talking about transferring an annuity. Uh, if you transfer an annuity from one company to another, say you're in a bad one and you want to move it over to a good one, do you have to worry about taxes and things like that when you do that? No. And there's a, something called a 1035 exchange uh, for a non-IRA type of annuity. You can do a tax-free exchange. And I'm saying that, bringing that up, because if you have gains potentially in another annuity right. and you want to tr- transfer those over, it's tax-free, so you get still the tax deferral. Yep. If it's an IRA, retirement account, it stays under the IRA chassis. So you just move from one oh. IRA to another IRA and you don't pay taxes there either. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Tax-free yeah. exchange. So. so any kind of movement, if somebody comes and does the annuity review and try yep. to figure out what they have, if they're looking for alternatives, I wouldn't worry about, at all about the tax implications of moving those annuities because they're doable uh, to move whether they're non-IRA or IRA accounts. And it can be done, if done right, they can be done without a tax effect. Okay. That's right. Yep. Okay. Very interesting. Okay. So we had the, the fixed annuity, the, the MIGA, as you were referring to it, you have the variable annuity on the other side. Is uh, there are three worlds of annuities. We've covered two of the worlds. Now Kevin's going to cover the hybrid world, the outstanding yes. world. Right smack in the middle. Yep. This is my favorite uh, part of the annuity uh, platform here is you've got a, what we call a fixed indexed annuity. And it, it falls under the fixed family coach, as you yeah. know, where the, the principal, the, the amount that you put into that account, whether you do IRA monies or take money from the bank CD and put it into this account, it's fixed where your principal is guaranteed. Whatever you have for a principal is guaranteed not to go down, no matter what the stock market does. This is what I call the Roy Rogers type account. Well, he's, I'm not really worried about the return on my money. He's more worried about the return, return of, of my his money. money plus interest, right? That's, That's exactly right. He forgot right. that part, but yeah, you want more and more. <laughs> so explain that. 
So you've got a, a situation where you, your principal's guaranteed. You can tie it to an index. Depending on the company and being, uh, you know, independent, uh, independent is yeah. what we have the ability to do. We can go look at the market, whatever's available. We find a good, bad, ugly, and we tell you about the ugly and the bad, but we don't recommend them. But you want to know what the bad ones are so you don't go out after you meet with us and meet with someone else and, and fall for the tricks that they, because they can all be sold the wrong way. That's right. And, and get you enticed to do something you shouldn't do. The, I always say the glossy brochure giveth. Yeah. And the fine print, what does it do? It taketh it away. away. Yeah, so be very careful. All right, sorry, Kevin. I didn't mean so that. It's all, it's all good. So <laughs> you've got the fixed aspect, principles guaranteed. You can tie it to an index, the S&P 500, for example, Barclays Index, whatever you, you yeah, have. Yeah, there's a lot of good indexes out there. That's right. But you're not, it's the thing to remember is you're not directly in the market. And you get to share in the gains, you but you don't share in the losses. You participate in the market yep. gains. You don't share in the losses. That's the beauty. I mean, and that doesn't make sense to a lot of people. And it doesn't resonate until they see all their buddies losing money in the market and they're not losing any money in their fixed index annuities. I can tell you when I've done reviews in the last few months and, and I've got a lot of money in the market with our clients. Yep. We've got a lot of money in these index annuities with our clients and the phone calls that come in and the reviews that come in with our clients sitting down saying, aren't we glad we did one of these things and put, yeah. tucked some of our money in one of these index annuities? And they may have made zero this past year, but zero is your hero in our office. Mm -hmm. In other words, you don't have any loss, but you're not down 20, 25% with the markets down right now, like some of the market accounts well, are. Well, yeah, if you have a zero return in your fixed index annuity, that means that the market was either zero or less, and probably or less. And that means people that add all their money tied to the risky market lost money when it's down, but you're not losing. So when the market yeah. does recover, if it does, we never know if, mm -hmm. and nothing's certainty in the market, but if the market does eventually recover, Thomas, you and your fixed index annuity, you're up here. I'm, I'm way up in, I'm, I'm here because you never went down. People who were in the market are down there and I'm looking down at my feet. So when they recover from your feet to your shoulders, well, your indexed annuity, you're already at the shoulders. So when they're recovering from feet to shoulders, you're going from shoulders to top of the head. Yeah. You know yeah, what it does? Yeah, that's awesome. You, you know what it Head, does? shoulders, whatever the other song was. <laughs> the, the, you know what it is, Coach? It's peace yep. of mind. It is. It's a, it's a fact that if you have money you set aside in a fixed index annuity, you take an income from that to, to supplement and, and give yourself that budget, all of a sudden you don't have to worry about what the market does with that market money. Oh, it really mm -hmm. does. I mean, it diversifies your money and it, and it eliminates a lot of worry that people have. And, and it's hard to get used to it, though, when the first couple times the market crashes after you're in one of these kind of accounts, you say, well... Surely I lost money too. And you need to be reaffirmed mm -hmm. that you didn't lose money. You yep. may not have gained any, but you didn't lose any. Yeah. That's exactly so right. that's a great trade-off, not to get uh, not to get, have any of the losses and, and just have a zero when the market's going to have a negative number. Mm -hmm. That's, that's true. That's why you trade out. So any negative number you would have, you trade that out for a zero and your averages go way up. When, when we recover, you look a whole lot better. So uh, so can I ask something here? Uh, I read an article from Tom Hegnott, I believe it was, and he was talking about the 60-40, a typical stock and bonds. bonds yep. But he was saying that the annuity 60-40 is actually a better solution for most folks. And I wasn't sure if you could explain that a little bit because it went over my head. Uh, yeah, well, I want to cover that because we manage a lot of money uh, in the market. So here's the thing. When when you talk about a 60-40 uh, portfolio, that's 60% equity stocks, 40% in the bond portfolio. Well, it's like a teeter-totter. If you, you visualize this right now, you, gotta, you throw your arms out like a teeter-totter on a playground. If you put bonds on one hand and you put interest rates on the other hand, if interest rates go higher, which is exactly what's going on right now, bond prices go down. down. So an alternative, and what we've been bringing to the table anyway for years for safety is the index annuity. Mm. In this case, it's an alternative to a bond portfolio. A bond portfolio right now, you're still yeah. losing. You're still losing money. So why not take that 40% instead of putting it in a bond mix Keep your money in equities, part of your money in equities, and take that and do an index annuity. It's an alternative to a bond with no risk. As investment advisors, Kevin and I spent a lot of time explaining to folks 
uh, or busting the myth that bonds are safe, totally safe. They are safer than stocks traditionally, but they're not totally safe. They're not totally safe. And so people need to realize that you can lose, you can lose money in bonds. So a lot of folks, a lot of planners, me included, Kevin too, substitute annuities anytime we would have used a bond in the past. Okay. And because now we have the worst case scenario is zero and our value doesn't go down when interest rates go up. And we, who, we, actually, we want to embrace interest rates going up, but in a, if you're in bonds, you you don't want interest rates going up. It's a it's a paradox. Okay, okay. And, and who knows how high interest rates are going to go high? Yeah, hey, higher. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I believe that, but there's, there's no end in sight. A lot right. of people saying. So let's do this. Let's put together your very own plan. We've talked about a bunch of different things we do, and we are fiduciary advisors. We uh, we cover the spectrum from risk to safety. But the most important thing to do is get that financial and retirement x-ray, look at your portfolio, see what's going on. If you have an annuity you're not sure of, let's analyze it. If you have a tax situation you're not sure of, if you're a different financial products, whether you have now, we'll put you in the bad way or good way. Let's look at it. Let's get a CPA to look at it with us. Let's make a right. Let's make the right plan. So the next 10 of you call, you'll get your very own total retirement plan. That's a very good value for you because it's not a cost, but it gives you peace of mind that we can't put a price on when you get your plan done the right way. So yeah. give us a call right now. You also get uh, a book or two when you come in and uh, anything else that, you, that can be helping you point yourself in the right direction. That's right. That number to call 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. As Coach and Kevin are saying, our, our goal here at the show is just to help you make the best decision possible, whether it's starting off by listening to the radio show, maybe diving into one of our educational resources, and at the end of the day, getting that total retirement plan in place. We're here to help you make the best decisions possible moving forward. So go ahead and call set up a time, get that either virtual or in-person consultation scheduled. 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Folks, no retiree ever stops needing income through retirement. When we come back, we're going to show you how to have your forever plan and that financial fill-up strategy built in your plan. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 56 849-800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent. But it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them, though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money.
folks, welcome back into the Financial Safari. Coach Pete right here, Kevin Frisbee from uh, Maine and Florida to my right, and the old dependable Mr. Thomas Lips come in the control room right there behind the glass. He's like a fish in an aquarium, isn't he, Kevin? See he, Thomas over there? He's not the great Oz, luckily, for sure. There's no curtain <laughs> here. Not quite, no. We need to put a curtain up there. Well, luckily, he's not that fish that's always got his mouth on the side of the tank. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't know what they're called, but... You know what I'm talking about, right? Everybody knows that. The scum suckers we have. I mean, they, clean, yeah. they keep the, the uh, tank clean. So, Kevin, the objective, I think the goal with a lot of people I've talked to over the years, and, and you've been in the financial arena for a while, just like I have. I mean, it's, it's amazing how fast time flies when you're having fun, and... Thomas, we have fun. I mean, every single day, oh, it's a whole different... We see so many different situations. Uh, if you think you have a situation that you think you could run by us and we've never heard it before, you're probably wrong. Yeah, that's I, I could attest to that, too. That's exactly right. You've never heard this before, Coach. Oh, yeah. Well, in fact, I heard it last week, that kind of thing. So, well, I thought we'd spend a little time and, and go over... I call it the perfect 10. So, there's 10 things that people should have in order before they, before they actually tell the boss they're not coming back. Mm-hmm. And... Some make sense, some don't. But if number one is annuity rescue, we talked about that a little bit in the in, in the last segment. Increasing your net worth by converting an annuity into an uh, annuity you currently have into an annuity that really fits. Mm-hmm. And so they, people raise their hands in the air and say, well, coach, how do I know if it fits? Well, that's why you get someone who's been working with the financial products and strategies for 20, 30 years. Doing analysis. You've been, you've been around 20 years yourself, aren't That's you? That's right, yeah. And I'm 30. So, I mean, we've got about 50 years total experience right wow. here, Thomas. I say this when I poke my chest out. <laughs> so, wealthdefenderusa.com, by the way, folks, good site to go to, defending your wealth. I mean, once you've accumulated, Kevin, the main battle and the main goal is to make sure you don't lose it. Keeping it. So, why do people who have enough to retire today, if they were in the next couple of years, are on target, if they would just get the right plan together, why do they keep exposing their money to undue risk that could rip their retirement dreams away from them. I'll answer that. It's a matter of fear and greed. And that's what drives the market. Some people think, hey, the market's never going to go down. We've obviously had that shell shock this year with a lot of people if they were close to retirement or thinking about retirement. I've had people come in, and Coach, I know you have, saying, hey, I'm not sure I want to retire this year when I thought I was going to because of the market pullback. And if you had some money set aside, knowing that you had your income need taken care of yeah. inside one of those index annuity plans or, or an annuity chassis that was the right fit, you wouldn't worry about that. You wouldn't second guess your retirement date. Mm. Yeah. You don't, you don't ever want to be second guessing yourself because that means maybe you're not confident in, in what you thought you did. Or you're not confident in somebody you're working with currently. I mean, think about that. Yeah. Put, put that question out there. If you're not confident enough to retire, are you working with somebody that you don't have enough confidence in? Are you are you confident enough in that person you, you don't want to get a second opinion? Right. I don't think so. Well, we call yeah. it a wellness score. Uh-huh. Like you, like let's see what. You, so, so a lot of people are saying, "Well, how do I know?" Well, then we we have a way where you can know how close you are and how how well you understand where you are and what you need to do. And the question everyone asks: Are you will I have enough retirement income to cover my essential expenses and live the life that I wanted to or mm-hmm. dreamed of living? And and my spouse and I have talked about. So the retirement income security evaluation score. It's called Rise. The mm-hmm. Rise score is something we use. It's a measure of income income security that can help you determine any gaps between your expected retirement income and your monthly expenses that may be unexpected or maybe a lot more than we thought, especially in the environment we're in these days. So we we offer this RISE score to all listeners 
It's true, and to take advantage of this is very easy. Just call or text 800-998-5649 and let the team know you would like to have your own RISE score taken. 800-998-5649. You can call or text that number. Now, Coach, tell me more about how this works. How is it actually scored? We'll get you this, the, the questionnaire back, and then we'll grade it for you and get you the answer. And the score goes from zero, which is not good, to 100. So the closer you get to 100%, that means the closer you, you are to be able to retire and you understand what the terms are in retirement and in your, your portfolio should be able to withstand that. So mm-hmm. get that rise score. See if you have at least a 70 or above, you're in good shape. You could be in better shape, like we all aim for 100, but you're in a lot better shape than somebody who maybe has a 30% rise score. Mm-hmm. So Kevin, number two on the, the top 10 list of things you need to check off, like on Star Trek, check off before you retire is, and I think it's the most important one, but we still have it number two because I don't want to overdramatize it, but it's having a lifetime income strategy. Now, how important is that and what is it? As we've talked about already a couple of times today, coach, it's critically important. It's yep. a comfort level. It's knowing that you've set aside enough money in that guaranteed income bucket to, to sustain your, your basic needs. And after that, anything above, you can talk about, you know, plan and, and, you know, gifting to the grandkids and doing some fun things that you want to do and, and have that additional lifestyle. But as long as the basic things are, are met with your income strategy, it takes a lot of the worry about what, or it takes a lot of the worry about staying retired or, or going back to work. Yeah. Very, very important, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you have enough income supplied through your life and you're going to get a check every single year, regardless of what happens in the market, well, of course we call that financial fill up strategy. But that's a way where even if you run out of money today, tomorrow you get replenished, that kind of thing. So it, it gives you a lot more peace of mind. And we're talking about this is the safe money. A lot of most people we work with have, have extra money at risk. So the core money is in your safe account. The explore money, that's the money we take extra risk, risk with. We only advise exploring after we have our coring done correctly. It, it makes me think of my grandparent that, you know, my grandfather re- retired from uh, Gillette. He was a national sales director. He, I wish he still worked there. I could use some razors for my head. Well, you know, he, no, well, listen to this. He, he retired when he was 62. He passed away six months after with a major wow. heart attack. Uh. My Graham's still alive today, 93. She's collecting his pension that he had from Gillette for the last 30 plus years. Smart. And you talk about this, this guaranteed stream of income, yep. taking some money set aside. Not very, very many people have a pension anymore, right? Yeah. So the burden's on us to take some of that money and set it aside in, in, in some platform like this to give you that income stream. And if somebody passes away, if you're a married couple, you've got that guaranteed income until you both pass away, no matter how, how long you live. So how has her life changed in a good way because he had the pension for both, a double pension like for her and for him? What, what if he had taken the max option for himself and didn't get life insurance or whatever. And then when he passed away, left her nothing. Her life would have been a whole lot different. Way different. Right? Uh, yeah, no, she's had a great lifestyle because of the fact that he was able to leave her a survivor benefit. And you don't know. See how he smart didn't... that is, Thomas? It is. I mean, you, you had asked how, how did her life change? And I think the positive is that I, I would assume oh, it, it Kevin didn't. it didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's, that's the what key. I was looking for, the yeah. answer, but he didn't. That's, that, like, okay, that's the key. <laughs> Thomas walked right into it. He was good at stuff like that. So step number three is qualified money enhancements. So what is that? Well, what is qualified money? That's money in IRAs, 403Bs, thrift savings, 401Ks, Mm -hmm. all the accounts that you haven't paid tax on the money yet. So you are qualified to have to pay tax on all that money when you take it out. That's what somebody said, Coach, why do they call it a qualified account? Well, because you're qualified to pay taxes on all of it. (laughs) Congratulations, you qualified. Your business business part is the Internal Revenue Service. Good thing. So so if you have 401Ks, IRAs, 403Bs, all those tax qualified accounts, the number one thing you need to do is put together and have a planning team work with you to put together a tax navigation strategy. 
strategy. Mm-hmm. Now, the tax navigation strategy tells you which accounts you should take money out first, which ones you should delay, different strategies to minimize taxes, maybe do some tax washing. If you have some capital losses, we can wash that out. There's, there are all mm-hmm. sorts of strategies, but the goal is to get you down to about 10 to 15% tax rate instead of 25 to 30 or whatever it's going to be in the future. And there are ways yeah. to, to manipulate the data in a, in a good and legal way mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> to make sure that you take out the right money from the right places in your retirement. And it sounds simple until you start trying to do it, Thomas, and then you wonder if you're doing the right thing or not. So why not get it in writing that you are doing the right thing? Exactly. It's very true. And again, if you guys are interested in taking advantage of these tax navigation strategies, they are all a part of the total retirement plan that we offer here at Capital Financial. All you have to do to take advantage is call that number I mentioned, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Kevin, number four on this list, big one. And uh, unfortunately, we see this more than we would like to see just because, you know, for the people's sake, but it's divorce planning. How ready are you or how ready is your portfolio if you had to cut it in half? Think about it. I mean, I'm sure you've had some clients that have had divorced uh, maybe before, after, during retirement. It it does throw wrenches in, but a lot of times if we've pre-planned for some of it, not, not we don't get with you and say, hey, when you get your divorce, you guys can do this. We don't want to encourage that, but, but we want to make sure that you understand that you still could be okay if you do the right things, but it's going to be a lot tougher because now you have two house payments if you're divorced because you're not living in the same place. You have double food. I mean, everything doubles, doesn't it, Kevin, mm-hmm. except for the values? Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> the, the real statistic is right now the, the highest percentage of divorcees in the United States is 65 years old and higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of dynamics. Why? And we won't get into the reasoning well, today. Well, I want to tell you why I think. I've heard for years, and you probably have too, listening out there in the radio world, for the last 20 or 30 years, I've heard people uh, want to downsize. They want to get out of their big house that they grew up with, and they want to move into a small condo or a very small... There's a show on TV where they live in this little... looks like a clubhouse. It looks like a little uh, tree house they live in. You see that? Small houses? <laughs> I've not seen it. I have seen, seen that. that yeah. show, right? Little, show. little houses, they call it. Whatever. It's yeah. not on a prairie, though. It's an, it's it's like in a, in a little neighborhood with a bunch of little I houses. I mean, their F-150s pulling an <laughs> RV bigger, yeah. <laughs> but here, 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 and so, Coach, why? Why does downsizing and cause divorces. Well, if you're like me, you need to you need some space every now and then. You want to go to a different floor. You want to be able to just get away and not have people ask you what's wrong. <laughs> Nothing was wrong. You asked me 15 times what's wrong. You know, you know what I'm talking about right there. So we've seen a lot of divorces, and I think that contributes to the to the, the divorce rate is, is people downsizing and they're and now they're on top of each other literally in, in these small houses. And the other thing I is don't people understand. don't know really what to do with their time together. They have to relearn how to well, live. too, because you spend more time at work. And yep. actually, you have a work family. You're probably closer to your work family because you spend more quality time with your work In family. a lot of cases, that's yeah. true. Now, this is interesting to me because uh, we recently did a survey, uh, and 85% of folks heading into retirement typically were married. But then the second half of that survey said uh, it was still the responsibility of typically the male, about 50-50 split, to handle all the finances. So it makes you wonder, as all of these females or people who may not be handling their finances go into a great divorce, uh, there's a lot going on yeah. that needs to be looked at. to be very careful. That's why yeah. we encourage everyone listening to take advantage of our three-step process to create a comprehensive financial and retirement plan that aligns with your financial and your retirement goals and your values. Now, first, we're going to understand what money means to you and how it fits to your life. Then we're going to organize your finances so you have a crystal clear picture of where you currently stand right now. Folks, most people that I meet with don't understand where they are right now. They've mm-hmm. been told where they are by someone who's motivated by telling them the wrong thing sometimes. Let's make sure that you have 100% certainty you are in the right place for the time of your life. Next, we're going to talk about your financial and retirement goals, short, medium, and long-term goals. More importantly to me and my team, what are your dreams? Then we're going to work together to clarify your goals so they're crystal clear and tangible. In other words, we understand what you need, what you want. We try to work together to make sure that happens. And finally, 
we're going to create an actual step process to get you on that path towards financial independence. As long as you have at least $200,000 dedicated to retirement, this offers for you and our strategies work ultimately better for those of you with over a million dollars saved for retirement. So call right now, the next 10 people, no cost or obligation, you'll get this. You also get a book set when you come in and some other goodies that we have in a goodie bag for you. No doubt. That number 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. It's true that process all begins just with us listening. We want to know what your main concerns and worries are in regard to financial planning that could be outliving your money or which social security strategy to choose, uh, maybe recognizing the amount and fees you're paying. That's a big one we get a lot of questions on. Either way, our advisors want to collaborate and put together their best ideas specifically for you. We give this plan to you in writing. It sure is to take home. There's no weird gimmicks going on. Uh, And as Coach said, as a thank you for listening to the show, we want to perform that easy to understand financial review, completely complimentary. Uh, That number again, in case you missed it, is 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. And folks, we do have to take a short break, but stay tuned because there's more financial safari coming up. He's letting the clock run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Bad money habits. money habits. If bad money habits constrain your financial progress, it's time to alter your behavior. Here's another bad money habit to break. Thinking you'll win it big in the lottery. Big in the lottery. It would be nice. And we can certainly dream, but if you think about it, is there really any need to buy more than one Powerball ticket? Here are the odds of winning the big prize in Powerball. 1 in 292,201,338. So let's say you buy 20 Powerball tickets. You just increased your odds 1 to 20 in 292 million. The odds of finding a pearl in an oyster shell are just 1 in 12,000. You're way more likely to date a supermodel. Be crushed by a meteorite, be elected president, or become an astronaut than to win the big lottery prize. It's not even close. So while it can be fun and people do win, it certainly can't be your retirement plan. Welcome back into the Financial Safari Consumer Advocate. Thomas Lipscomb here with you once again alongside best-selling author, America's Wealth Financial and Income Coach, Coach Pete DeRuda. Coach, what do you want to say there? Well, this Texco thing's been amazing because our, our phones go off all the time when we give out the RISE score thing. So if you want to get your very own RISE score, and if you're just joining us, what is a RISE score, R-I-S-E? Well, first of all, we need to say, will you have enough income to cover your retirement and your essential expenses and live the life you want all the way through retirement. The Retirement Income Security Evaluation Score, otherwise known as the RISE score, is a measure of income security that will help you or could help you determine any gaps between your expected retirement income and the monthly expenses are going to hit you. So why not know ahead of time? And, and then, then we can make tweaks and adjustments to make sure that you approach retirement full steam ahead instead of timidly approaching, wonder if it's going to be okay. Confidence 
is a very powerful thing, Kevin, and we want to make sure that everyone out there has confidence to approach retirement the right way. It's true. And to take advantage of this is very easy. Just call or text 800-998-5649 and let the team know you would like to have your own RISE score taken. 800-998-5649. You can call or text that number. Get a link to take your test. We'll grade it for you. And I recommend spouses, you take them separately and let's see how close you are. That's a and great. If not the best. The best time to figure out that you're different. That's a great recommendation. Now. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and, and even let your children take it too. We'll, we'll we'll grade them all for you. Tell your rise score. The scores go from zero to hundred. We've seen some people hit the nineties. I haven't seen a hundred yet, but I've seen. I've also seen some twenties, Kevin, and tens and stuff. So so yeah, let's see. And 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 there's no right. We're not going to make you stay after class if you get the bad you know bad score. But the best thing is now by basing your score, we can tell you what we need to uh, what we need to improve on. When we still can improve. Yep. The worst time to figure out you need to improve is when you can't have, you, you're already retired and you can't really improve anything. Time's out. That's right. So That's right. it makes a lot of sense to me. It does. It makes a lot of sense to me too. It's uh, the more information you can get on the front end, the better. I'll yeah. tell you, uh, if I want to get a really great taco around here, it's good to know just a little <laughs> bit of Spanish, get into those restaurants where they are making the real deal. I know hey, two Spanish words. Uh, what's that? See si and no. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I, I know how to say I would like, uh, and, and I can finish it up with taco. Well, or I'm joking, Tom. <laughs> I used to go back in the day, the Mexican bar, I'd say cerveza and cabeza. That means beer in my head. They would laugh and they'd bring me a beer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I then another. It. I love it. I so love it. anyway, let's have some fun. Let's uh, let's spin the wheel. Let's answer some questions. Uh, people send questions in. They send them. They call them in. They send them in. Uh, when we're in meeting them in person, they ask a question. So we write it down and say, can we use this on the show? Those kind of things. Yeah. So let me spin the wheel. We've got uh, how many numbers on the wheel? We've got 18 numbers. 18, yeah. And you have 18 questions here. I don't know what the questions are. It's this cool thing, Kevin, you're yeah. getting to join us for this, but I don't know what the questions are, I but, I'm, but I'm just going to spin the wheel and the wheel's going to tell us what question Tom is going to ask us. And hopefully we'll know the answer. We better know the answer. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, number 13, Thomas. Number 13. Oh, we're going to try to make this lucky. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me pull up my details here. Kevin, you like that wheel, don't you? <laughs> I love number 13. I was born on the 13th of oh, June. There you go. So, oh, yes. Right. Of nice. what year, Kevin? Of 1971. We got a 1971, 1971. segment coming up. Awesome. Very, okay, so here it is. Jeremy has written in from Holly Springs, says, I'm 51 years old, my wife is 52, and we don't have a retirement plan. Uh, now that our son is through college, we're thinking about our financial future. We don't have a retirement plan, but have three life insurance policies with a total cash value of around $160,000. Uh, should we remove some or all of that cash and invest in a Roth IRA? Uh, how should we begin saving for retirement? And great question. But like all questions, there's probably more questions that generates. Like, Kevin, what kind of life insurance policies do you have? Uh, what's the death benefits on these? Because if you have a death benefit of a couple million and you only have a cash value of uh, 10000 why would you want to cash that out? Mm -hmm. Because you wouldn't be able to requalify for that kind of uh, deal you have there. Because as one thing we have working against us all, even, even those of you listening, we just got older a couple seconds. Yep. By listening to the show, we're like 40 minutes in the show. You're 40 minutes older than you were. <laughs> and insurance companies know that too. And they know the older we get, the less chance we have of living even longer. Yeah. So it's called mortality rates, isn't it, Kevin? Yeah, it is. So what would you tell him? Well, the, what stands out is they're 51 and 52. and Still uh, young. Still, yeah. still very young. And, and at that point, when, when the government puts in rules at, at 50 years old, you can start do, doing catch-up contributions right. to retirement accounts. Yep. Now that the kids are out of college, now's a great time to start thinking about this. So my question, first and foremost... It may be a good deal in the life insurance chassis, but what's the need of the life insurance, first and foremost? Yeah. 
It, were you having that life insurance to rear the children, to replace some income while the children were growing up? A lot of times that's the case. So maybe we take and take a peek at what that life insurance is trying to do for you, what the policy uh, type is. If it doesn't make sense, now you've got $160,000 potentially to start maybe putting a nest egg to do a Roth, maybe doing some other retirement planning and getting yourself set up. But again, we first, I would say, let's take a look at the life insurance policies that you have in place before you make any decisions. Make sure that we're not going to kick out something that is going to be beneficial for you yeah. and then proceed and, and make some recommendations. And you never cancel your life insurance unless you're very sure you're going to because right. you, know, you don't want to die the day. At, well, you're almost insuring you're going to die the next day after you cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy's Law. And all that stuff. Thomas, do they call it a hack code when you're when you're playing a video game and someone gives you some some ways to to, to advance without really trying that hard is it oh, called a yeah, hack code yeah, a cheat code cheat code, code. Hack code. Mm -hmm. yeah. well i've got a cheat code for insurance or i've got a cheat code for retirement planning and we talked about this 20 years ago with a guy named Lee Hyder from Ohio. He was an advisor in Ohio, had him on the show. He had some fascinating concepts. This was before, this was BT. This was before Thomas even was in the <laughs> network. But Lee told me, and it's a great concept, and, and I don't mention it enough, but how do your children, like let's say you're listening and you have children that have, uh, or even grandchildren that are working. Mm hmm Kevin, how do most of the children these days, or children, because over 50, we can say children nowadays. <laughs> how do most people go in their 20s and 30s? How do they usually save for retirement? Well, they usually don't. Well, I mean, they, they usually. With well, the, the ones that are saving, oh, they're 401 case. I got it, 401 case. If they're working, they have yeah. an employer sponsored plan, yeah. yes. Before, yeah, I should have qualified that question better. Yeah, the ones that are working and trying to fund retirement, they, they do what everyone else does. They go and they start a 401k, mm -hmm. they try to put as much as they can, and hopefully, and most of them forget to increase that amount every year, which they should, when you get a raise, you should put some of that raise in your 401k. Mm -hmm. But here's what Lee said, and here's that cheat code. He said, coach, one of the strategies that works, and it's, it's a morbid strategy and no pun intended, he said, instead of, let's say someone's going to put $200 a month into a 401k, Mm -hmm. They'd get a like a two thousand dollar write off on taxes at the end of the year, Thomas. They wouldn't have to pay tax on two thousand that income because okay. it's going into four hundred one k. Okay, assuming it's not a Roth. But what if they took that same two hundred thousand and they bought a life insurance policy on grandma, or grandpa, or or a mom and dad, and they were the beneficiary on that? Oh well. <laughs> so you could put two thousand dollars a year. That's a pretty good death benefit. Mm -hmm. And if mom and dad die, now you've got a tax free million dollar in most cases million dollar windfall. That's coming to you. So your retirement's been more than funded. Wow. If, Think about that. Yeah. If mom and dad die? Well, you don't want mom and dad to die, <laughs> but, but if they but do, you, you can be we happy and sad at the same time. <laughs> mom and dad are going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the things we need to get our arms around because we always want to deny, like, we're going to be the one person that never dies, right? But yeah. no, it's not happening. So so that, and now another one, the church. Mm -hmm. Instead of putting, you know, I don't know, 50, 100, 200, whatever you do, money into the basket when it goes around or three or four times in the service, you basically put an insurance policy on yourself and you leave the church as a beneficiary. Mm -hmm. So when you pass away, the church gets a million or $2 million windfall. Wow. Yeah. And do you think they might treat you better at church if they knew that you were, maybe they won't, maybe they want you to, you better check your brake lines. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's when you think about it, when you take all the emotions out of it, that makes sense. It does make sense. But you have to sit, you know, you get quotes, see what, see what makes sense. Is it should it be term or universal whole life, usually term, but the term could go away right the, the day before you're, somebody dies. So maybe you want a universal. So these are all questions that we can help you address, but it's just a way, a, a more creative approach to retirement planning. It's a legacy strategy. Think is about what it. that is. Well, it's legacy, mm -hmm. but it's also your retirement. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's retirement and legacy together. And it's a way for you to really help out your children or grandchildren by letting them put a life insurance policy on you. I know it. I, 
it's kind of morbid. We're grinning about but this, I know, I wish, in cheek. <laughs> but I wish I had thought about it. My grandpa died when he was 78. Mm-hmm. Of course, that was way before I was just out of high school. I wasn't in the financial field yet. But wouldn't it have been smart to put a policy on him, and then he passed away a couple months later, a couple years later. You didn't put too much money in, but you got a million, like, depending on the death benefit, mm-hmm. th- hundreds of thousands or a million dollar death benefit that comes tax free to you now. Yep. There's your retirement. And if so, you're not, let's just throw this out there. <laughs> but it makes uh, sense. Uh, me, the cogs well, are turning. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me throw another spin to that. So sure. it could be used for retirement planning, could be used for legacy planning. Anything. It can be used to pay the income tax that you're going to leave behind to your beneficiaries. There you go. There you go because the, the tax is going to get worse as we go gonna forward. They're going to get worse as, as you leave behind retirement monies to your, your kids, grandkids, your beneficiaries. They're going to be taxed at whatever rate. Now with the new rules of taking that money out over 10 years, mm. life insurance is a great tool to look at to say, hey, I'm going to leave behind this to pay the income taxes to make sure I leave behind that million dollar nest yeah. egg. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do we have uh, time for one more question? We do, yes. This should be a great official question. Hopefully he's got, he's got you got 18 of them numbered too, don't you? Yes, I do. Here we go. Uh, number eight. All right, check this out. Coach Carl in Raleigh asked this question. I'm 50 years old and have 13 years vested at a public agency that offers a PERS pension plan, Public Employees Retirement System, with 2.7% at age 55. I've been offered a job at another agency for a $15,000 increase in salary, but only a PERS retirement plan with 2% at age 60. Which makes more financial sense given the pension and salary options staying in my current job or switching to the new job? Good question. Great question. What do you, what do you think, Kev? It's 2.7% increase versus 2% is the win, I think, in this case. The 2.7, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. You do that compounded over oh, several man. years, That's it makes a, a massive too. difference. So, that was an easy one. That was very easy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure, we, we cover a lot of different concepts mm-hmm. on the show, but we can't cover anywhere near, we're, this is the tip of the iceberg of what we really have in our in our bag of tricks for folks. And mm-hmm. so... We only have an hour to introduce ourselves every week. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm Coach Pete. That's Kevin Frisbee and this is Thomas. So we just introduced ourselves in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I just think it's important for, for folks out there, if you're listening and you're curious about, uh, you know, what's going on in your financial situation, meet with a fiduciary planning team that, that has, I've never had a complaint for a reason. We do what we say. We say what we do. We put plans together that are concrete for you and keep the financial termites out. We eliminate financial termites. That's unnecessary risk, fees, and expenses that many of you have hidden in your plans, you don't even know it. And we put together a total income plan, a total retirement plan, so you know with certainty when you can retire and how you're going to approach retirement and uh, and how you're going to do it and all the di- all the different things that go into putting a right plan together. We'll do that for you as long as you have at least 200000 dedicated to retirement. And our strategies do work best for those of you with over a million dedicated to retirement. We're going to take the next seven of you. We're going to give you that total retirement plan that we've seen others charge over $1,000 for. There'll be no cost or obligation to call right now. That number is 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Take advantage of this opportunity. Get some clarity surrounding what really is one of the most vital issues of your financial life through a complimentary strategic planning session with one of our fiduciary advisors here at Capital Financial. That number, in case you missed it, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Well, this is a fun show, Kevin. I really thank uh, you for coming down, coming down from Maine and uh, giving us and blessing us with your financial wisdom. I appreciate the invite. Yeah. Thomas, as always, thank you. And folks, it's Coach Pete right here. We'll see you next week right here on the Financial Safari. Investing. 
Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.